sometimes two, but mostly one. They're sending out their most precious cargo to reach the nations. And there's millions and millions and millions of believers in China. Hundreds of thousands getting saved every single day. Every single day. I'd like to see hundreds of thousands of people getting saved every day. I want to see that. I want to see that. I'm telling you, China's going to implode. It is because of the Christians. But the dragon, but the lion of Judah is on the move against the dragon. Just like when Israel was leaving Egypt at the Red Sea. We have to cross over to defeat this dragon. We cannot bow to what's happening. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? We cannot bow. We have to war. The Lord is getting ready to crush the dragon. And this is a process. This is a process. I am is coming down. Now, we talked about the, the drought. Even in the prayer network with John Benefield, we used to watch the drought all the time. And he was going state to state. I was going to state to state. Jay was going state to state. We divorced Baal. We did all these things. And God used that to begin to train us and get us ready. But I realize now, here we are back in drought, and last year this whole thing was red. I told you, and we prayed, and God is shifting it, and now you guys are in drought here. God wants to shift it because the engineered weather control is what's going to dry up your food. Mm -hmm. Yes. You see, we have to be smarter than that. Are we going to sit back and let them do that? No, we're not. And that's just one example of those things that you know the power of your prayers will shift and change what is going on. I have seen it with my eyes. And I've done it to the highest level. I don't say this out of, I'm trying to make up a sermon so I have something cool to say to you. <laughs> I've walked it. I'm walking it. And you're going to walk it. And you're the anti army. Now, this, I'm going to tell you what happened just a couple weeks ago in Indiana. This is so cool. Scared the crud out of me. But I went to Indiana because Kevin Thompson is Indiana. He's part of HAPN and RPN. He's a very good man. His mom used to be the leader in Indiana, Sarah Burton. And very dear friend of mine, and she went to be with the Lord. So I'm kind of like Kevin's mom <laughs> helping him right now so he can serve those networks. And this is Indiana, and these are the highways, and God told me, when you go to Indiana, I want you to go up over there to that northwest corner, because there's a oil refinery there, and it was owned by the Rockefellers at one time. Now it's owned by BP. It was owned by Standard Oil. They changed their name to Amoco. They merged with BP, and then finally BP took over, because the day that David Rockefeller died... The Rockefellers sold off all their oil. Yep, and that's a long story, but that was actually an awesome victory of prayer. They no longer control that oil. However, the reason I had to go up there is because John D. Rockefeller loved Baal altars. Yes. That's why he built the Oriental Museum. So he could put all those ancient things in there, and especially the Baal altars. I remember telling John Benefell, we got to go to the Oriental Museum. And we went, and we prayed. It's not done yet because there's so many there. And sometimes it takes just a couple times. 
It does. But anyway, right on the other side of Chicago is what they call Lake County, Indiana. And I said to the Lord, where is it? And I looked it up, and I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'll tell Kevin. He's going to have to drag me up there because Kevin lives way down here in Bloomington, Monroe County, right underneath Indianapolis. I thought, oh, boy. But he wanted to take a prayer journey and go to the two corners up north. So I said, well, hallelujah. I'll come early, and we'll go up there. Now, when I did my research about Lake County, you'll just be amazed about this. But they were the most corrupt county in the nation. Even in the time of the Kennedys. Robert Kennedy said it's the most corrupt county in the nation. Because he and his brother were looking at the mob and looking at the elite and looking at all this stuff. And so it's been the, the most corrupt county for a long time. How about that? In the whole nation. And I knew immediately why it was the most corrupt county in the nation. And God told me, I said, is it that there are male altars under the ground? And he said, of course there is. <laughs> I said, I figured that because that's what they like to do. And I said, why am I going there, Lord? And he told me, if you will go there, I will begin to shake this global war over the oil structure and over this nation. Now, I don't know how he's going to do it because I don't ever know how he's going to do it. I just always go and do it. And there isn't one thing I've that he's asked me to do that I've done that he hasn't come and done when he said he's going to do. So I guarantee you something's coming. But before we went, something happened. Now, I want you to pay attention to the roads. We drove up uh, 65, and it kind of looks like an upside-down triangle. See that? We went up to the northwest corner, and then we drove over to the northeast corner because every state in the nation has an obelisk. From the Masons in the northeast corner. Did you know that? Yep. We just need to go and pray over it. So Kevin wanted to go pray over his. And so we went all the way up there, did that, came all the way across, prayed there, and then came home. But before we went, something absolutely dramatic happened. And I'm going to show you. So you can see the road's more clear here. This is the route that we took. We took exactly that route. Gary, Indiana is in Lake County. And then we went over. And it just so happened because we were on the eastern border of Chicago in Illinois. Well, there was the obelisk <laughs> on the northeast corner of, of Chicago, Illinois. We went ahead and prayed for them. Anyhow, we were praying in Kevin's house, planning this trip. And I was telling him, the Lord told me that, I am going to come down. I am come down. When I said those words, an explosion happened over the house I was in with Kevin. Yes. It's all over the news, so you can look it up for yourself. Now, this isn't about me. I'm telling you, God is making his own announcements about himself. Amen. You hear me? What happened was this explosion went off, and I thought something blew up upstairs. So I, Selena and I, his wife, we ran upstairs, and we looked. There was nothing out of place. He ran outside. Nothing happened. We were shook, and I said, what was that? All of a sudden, the Lord said to me, I am come down. And I'm telling you, we shook because we knew that God had just came down. But we didn't know the fullness, okay? So we just thought, okay, we, we, we get it. And we didn't know that the whole state of India heard it. We didn't even know that the whole state of India saw these fireballs come down. 
Hundreds of Hoosiers reported hearing what sounded like a large explosion Wednesday afternoon in multiple areas across the southern part of the state. Many of them reached out to this TV and our team went to work, yada, yada, yada. Rattled the houses. It shook our whole house. It shook his whole house, I should say. While searching for the source of the mysterious noise, several public safety officials as well as military departments <laughs> to confirm they were not aware of or involved in any incident that caused the noise. I mean, they were trying to figure out who did it, who done it. <laughs> the military. Mm -mm. Residents first reported hearing the noise from locations in Monroe. And that's exactly where we were. It was centered in Monroe. And you're going to see, he made a map. And I'm going to show you, and it's going to just shock you. It's amazing how God is. And that all these counties heard it. And they all rattled, and their homes were shaken. And here is another, these are all different accounts. The fireball, or a bolide over parts of Indiana. People saw a fireball come down. Two of them. A meteor brighter than Venus. Light emitted from an exploding meteoroid and an asteroid in the sky. Now, we didn't see any of that. We were sitting right by the sliding glass door window. There were four reports. Now there's all kinds of reports. And I didn't even want to go try to figure it all out. I don't really care. I just know what happened. I was there. <laughs> okay. They, other people saw it. Then they traced it that it was like a triangular event. Triangle. Hmm. We were going to take a trip the next day in the shape of a triangle. Okay? They provided a map to show what they saw. This is the route that these meteors took. From this area where we were, they went up the way we went. But we hadn't even gone there yet. I'm telling you, God came down and went before us. That's why I'm telling you this. Because I want you to realize that God is going to do this for you. I am not special, but I am crazy faith. I want you to have this crazy faith. I didn't plan. I didn't know. What does that matter? It matters. Because when God came down in Egypt to see what was happening in Exodus 3.8. And in Psalm 77, when he came down to lead them out through the ocean right in front of Baal-Saphon to defeat the dragon, this is what he's telling us today. This is why he made me go back when that eclipse came and said, go back and look at Egypt. I'm trying to tell you something. I want you to prophesy. I want you to tell them what I'm getting ready to do, that I'm going to use them Because guess what's happening? <laughs> I love that picture. <laughs> I found it on the internet. <laughs> and it was a freebie. <laughs> I have to look for freebies so I can put them in my PowerPoints and not get in trouble. But yes, this is where you are right now. This is where we are in the warfare right now. We're not to be afraid or shaking or in fear. We're to get on our face. Now, we need to be repenting before God. We need to be telling them, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry for what I did by not praying for things and not watching over things. And we didn't watch this nation. We just didn't admit it. 
And now we are, and even in the prayer network, I have been for years. But you see, even Daniel, Daniel didn't say, well, I didn't, they did. But he didn't either. And he said, we didn't. That is the power that comes against the principalities and powers. Is humility first and authority second. That's the biblical example. Even Jesus had humility first and authority second. Daniel had humility first and repented. And the angels came and told him, because you repented, this is what's happening. And by the way, even if you didn't repent, this is the time to come out of this season of time into a whole new season that God is bringing forth in the earth. Now, remember, I told you God has allowed all these dumb spirits to hang around here so he could train you. Yes, that's why the enemy's still here. For you to get wise. For you to become equipped so you can glorify God. Right? If our God is the highest, then why are they winning? <laughs> if our God is truly the God of all gods, then where is the church? That's why I said earlier today. Because it is time for you. And I wanted you to see what happened in Indiana because he is saying, I am come down. Psalm 77 said the water saw him and fled. The mountains in the Himalayas shook. He came down. I know he did. Even in Nepal, all those temples fell down at the presence of God. That's what happened. It wasn't just an earthquake. God came down. I'm telling you this. God is coming down. He is down. He is, I am come down. It's so strong in me. That I just, I want to shake the whole church. I want to shake the whole prayer network. I want to shake even the prophets and say, hey. That's right. So I'm shaking you up today. It's burning in me. That fire is burning. It's burning because I'm excited about what's coming. I can hardly stand it, what's coming. You know, it says in Psalms 110, my people will volunteer freely on the day of my power. That's what it says. And it also says it in the New Testament in the book of Acts. When the fire of God fell down on the disciples, they requoted that same verse in Psalms 110 in Acts chapter 2 or 3, whichever one it is. They said the same thing. You are the people who are volunteering in the day of power. And we will make the enemy God's footstool. The earth is God's footstool. But we will make the enemy God's footstool. Jesus' footstool. Because he said, sit at my right hand until I make thine enemies. We are in that moment now. You see, for a while the enemy was allowed to do certain things. But it's a different day today. Did you hear what I said? It's a different day today. That captivity that we've been in is over. And even in Daniel's time, Jeremiah prophesied it would be 70 years for them to come out. And Daniel saw that. So he stood in the gap and cried out to God. 
And the battle happened in the natural with Persia and Greece. And of course, Greece won. And Greece, the principality of Greece won over Persia because there was a shifting. God was allowing for a season Greece to be the ruling nation over the nations. Now I want to say this to you. None of those nations ever ruled the whole world. And God says in the end there will be sheep nations and goat nations. Even Chuck Pierce says, unfortunately, we're probably going to have sheep and goat states. Well, that's because we need to get it together and war over all the states. So if there's sheep states and sheep nations, there can't be a one world order, can there? No, there can't. It's not biblical. That eschatology, throw it out. One of these days, I'm coming over here and teach some eschatology. <laughs> when God says so. Yes. Now, his kingdom is coming. This Russia-Ukraine thing is because we are in that same place of Daniel, coming out. And the shaking is not what everyone thinks. It isn't. Unfortunately, the United States has been the bully over nations with the global elite using our money and the power of our nation 